Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Put the hip shit on the shelf. Cause the way the real web is being real with self. My life has seen the glory of the coming of the left. I can't do it by myself, so I'm asking for help. It's time to switch it up. Put the hip shit on the shelf. Cause the way the real web is being real with self. My life has seen the glory of the coming of the left. I can't do it by myself, so I'm asking for help. Like Kanye West says, having money is not everything, not having it is. No, Deuteronomy 8, 18 says God gives us the ability to create wealth. No, it's the love of money that's the root of all evil. Yes, I do think about other things in money. I'm just trying to leave a legacy for my Money's family. not everything, but when you got it, you can do some cool stuff. And now, your host for Talking Money in the Morning, financial health mentor to the working class, Mr. A. Quartet. Good morning, black world, and welcome to Talking Money in the Morning Live with your main man, H. Cortez, the one and only financial health mentor to the black community, everybody's favorite fatherpreneur. Coming to you live and direct from the Black Wolf Movement Studios here in St. Louis, Missouri. Guys, if you have not yet decided to partner with your boy and um, the Black Wolf Movement so we can teach you how to minimize your taxes, eliminate your debt, free up the cash you need to start investing, and help you get some perspective and some terminology so that you can sit down with some professionals and start to investing like a pro and building multi-generational wealth, you're missing out. I want you to inbox or text uh, Black Wealth Movement to 314-874-6887. Again, you can text me directly, Black Wealth Movement to 314-874-6887. I'd love, 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 love to kind of help you understand how we do what we do and why we do what we do. Uh, because the name of the game is, man, we've got to get our economy right in the Black community. If we don't, uh, nothing's going to change for us. You can keep sitting back hoping that uh, we get some grants. You can keep sitting back, hoping that uh, the government steps in, the city, the state, uh, <laughs> our enemies, whatever you're thinking, man, it's not going to work, man. <laughs> it's just loud, not going to work. So uh, we've got to do this thing ourselves and we have the capacity to do so. It's all a matter of perspective and putting our feet to the, uh, the pedal to the metal, so to speak, uh, and making things happen. So Again, if you want to join a community of people that's about building multi-generational wealth, then I want you to text Black Wealth Movement to 314-874-6887. Do me a huge favor. If you have not already hit the subscribe button, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and then go ahead and hit the share icon and share this over to your Facebook page, share this on, over on Twitter, uh, whatever icons that you see down there that you can share. If you have accounts with those social media sites, go ahead and share the stream as well because that helps us grow. So I appreciate that very, very, very much. Um, for those of you who are new to the show, never checked this out before, I'd like to let you know right off the bat who this show is for. This show is for risers and grinders only, man. You got to be ready to get up, get out, and get something in today's economy or else you won't have nothing. 
I'm going to say that again. You got to be ready to get up, get out, and get something in today's economy. If not, you won't have anything. Right? I switched it up. See? I, I do know a little bit of grammar. Uh, but you won't have nothing, man, if you don't get up, get out, and get it. So that's what this show is for. This show is for legacy builders, man. If you like me, every night before I lay down to sleep, man, I'm thinking, what am I going to do tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, five years from now, ten years from now, to make sure that my children's children, children's children, are going to be proud to bear my last name? If that's you, this is your show. See, I, I got a vision of my picture with me and my lovely honey over the mantelpiece of all of our descendants. And they walk by it every day and say, man, that's H. Cortez. He did something radically different to make sure that we never have to struggle financially. See, if you have visions like that, then this is your show. On the other hand, who is the show not for? It's not for the bump on the law. It's not for those people who got a problem with money, right? Believe it or not, some people have a problem with money. They think money is evil. They think capitalism is a dirty word. They think uh, wealthy people are jerks. If that's you, I'm going to kindly ask you to get off my stream. <laughs> uh, we have a very low tolerance for negativity around here. A little bit of hate is good because we understand that haters have one job, and that is to make you better. So we allow a few haters, just not many. Uh, so if you are the type of person that that think capitalism is evil, man, what you're doing is you're repelling money, success, prosperity away from you, uh, and you're not going to win that way. But maybe you're comfortable not winning, so that's up to you. Like I say each and every morning, man, I have no problem with you not wanting to be wealthy. My problem comes when you have a problem with me wanting to be wealthy. Why does my aspirations to be a billionaire rub you the wrong way? That's my prerogative. I'm doing what I want to do. You do what you want to do. So today's show is also brought to you by Monetize My Life Academy. Guys, if you're looking for branding and marketing coaching, Monetize My Life Academy is probably the most cost effective for your business that you can find. Everything that the solopreneur needs to, uh-oh, uh I see my stream tripping, bugging out with me. Is that, let's say I'm still streaming. But it might just be my tablet that then kicked out on me. You see. There we go. So everything that you need as a solopreneur to expose your brand and take your business to the very next level, you can find at Monetize My Life Academy. I'm talking about things from uh, email marketing, uh, video marketing, social media marketing, how to build systems and add automation. Everything that you need to build your brand is here for you at Monetize My Life Academy. Just $20 to start, $20 per month until January 1st. Then the price doubles. Uh, I mean, literally all of the ebooks, the courses, uh, the video courses, everything that you need is right there all under one roof. So you don't have to go to this person and that person and this website and that group. Everything that you need is right there. All you have to do is go to monetizemylifeacademy.com and uh, enter coupon code only20, O-N-L-Y, two, zero. So I'm uh, sorry, O-N-L-Y, dollar sign, two, zero. Only all caps, dollar sign, two, zero. And that's how you make that thing happen just like that. So you guys know what today is, man. Today is free game Fridays. Uh, or free business coaching Fridays. I want to help you build your brand. I want to help you explode and go to the next level. Uh, but you got to tell me where you are struggling with the things that you would like to have 
uh, uh, improve in your business, your reach, whatever it is, man, if I know it, I'm going to help you. If I don't know it, I'm going to research it and I mess around and come back and do a whole show on it. Uh, that's just how we get down here on Talking Money in the Morning Live with your man H. Cortez. So for those of you who got questions about your business, about your brand, you're trying to get some things figured out, go ahead and type those in the chat. I do have my chat box open. I'm going to go ahead and share the show myself because I don't think I did that yet today. But in the meantime, if you guys don't have questions, you know how I do. And then I'm just going to recap uh, this week's shows. We had an awesome week of shows, getting you guys all set up and lined up for your New Year's resolutions. That's what the show was all about. Uh, this week is uh, New Year's resolution. And then yesterday we kicked off a wonderful series on vision based on uh, the book, The Principles and Power of Vision by Dr. Miles Monroe. Uh, getting into this thing, man, and it is it is some heavy stuff. And you're going to need some vision when you're going into 2018. So hopefully, hopefully you guys are prepared to come on the ride with me uh, for that series. So who's got questions about their brand? Who's trying to do something phenomenal in 2018 with their business? I see that we had uh, Brock Mama Brands on um, and, and B. Braxton is doing her thing, man. So if you, you guys have not invested in B. Braxton just yet, then you want to check out uh, wefunder.com uh, forward slash Black Mama Tea and Cafe. You have to spell out and cafe, right? Uh, but she's offering the ability to um, buy shares in our company before the company goes public, man. It, you, I don't know if y'all understand the power in that. I know we got Body by Bazil on. We got our Future Leaders LLC on as well. Uh, what kind of questions do you have about your brand? Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about automation as well for those who do not have any question i talk about adding some automation to your brand um and that way we literally uh because nobody started building a business to work you know 24 7 right we didn't that's not why we started a business we started a business to make the type of income that we need to be able to get our freedom back right we, we, we started businesses so that we can make the type of income that we need to purchase our freedom. Now, don't get me wrong. I would rather hustle 24-7 than work 9 to 5. But when you understand the power of business systems, you understand the power of automation, then you understand that you can put some things in place that will allow you to free up your time. And that's what I want to talk a little bit about today. If you guys don't have any questions, um, automating things, believe it or not, you guys are witnessing live the creation of an automation system for my business, right? So what did I do? And what do I do usually on weekdays? I put out video content. This show is video content, right? And, and I want you to understand how automation works um, throwing me off, man. I'm not, don't look like I'm gonna, and I might have messed it up even worse. I want you to understand how automation works and, and, and why it's it's necessary in your business and why 
for the life of me, I can't understand why a lot of you guys haven't jumped into video marketing because what I'm doing right now is I'm creating an automated business system that's going to work for me forever. As long as YouTube is up, as long as Stitcher and iTunes is up, as long as Facebook is up, as long as Twitter is up, as long as these social media and other platforms is up, as long as my website is up, these videos will work for me forever on automation. So what did I do? I created a live show content to build an audience around what I'm passionate about, the things that I know. Uh, the show is sponsored by one or two of my brands every week. So I'm putting out my brands uh, on a regular and consistent basis. They're going to live on the show. Every time I do a show, these shows have descriptions under them in YouTube. Well, guess what I put in the description? I put in ways to contact me. I put in links to the things that you can do to join me in business and how you can partner with me. Uh, and then I embed the, uh, uh, the show inside my blog where I give a better description. And that blog also has all sorts of ads and things that run along on the side, inside of it. So everywhere people will see this blog from now on or this video post from now on, it's going to work for me to bring me in uh, traffic, leads, and some of those leads are going to get converted into sales. People are going to be able to buy products and those sorts of things. So you have to understand adding automation to your game plan. Now, when I add this automation, does it mean that I do not still go out and talk to people, that I do not go out and do uh, 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 vendor events and all that? No, I still do all of that stuff as well. But when I'm sleeping and I'm not able to do a vending event, I have over a thousand videos working for me on YouTube or Facebook or, or, or Twitter or Instagram somewhere at any given point of every single day, I have something working for me on autopilot, right? Something at, at all points of the day, something is working for me 24-7. And not only something, chances are I have hundreds of things working for me. I don't care what time of day you, 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 you pick. It could be uh, 3.53 in the morning. I got so many videos out there. I can almost guarantee that somebody is watching one of my videos at 3.53 a.m. in the morning. And that video is exposing more of my brand while I'm catching me some rest, right? So Future Leaders LLC, uh, as I have talked about, uh, my focus was child care, but suddenly I have an influx of people looking for jobs and training. I have also uh, always done it, but it makes sense following you to monetize it. But how? So jobs and training. So you, Monica, because I know you have a nonprofit organization, uh, A, you can monetize it through uh, some of the other nonprofit organizations in your uh, area that have grant money to dole out for a good jobs readiness or jobs training program. So I would probably, even before I started writing my own grants, I would probably start working with some other nonprofits who got money for uh, these programs. And then when you're building out your nonprofit organization, this is something that uh, Ariel and I work, work closely with uh, because you guys know she has uh, Young Biz Kids, which is a, a nonprofit that teaches uh, entrepreneurship to children. Every nonprofit has to have a profit model, 
I think we sometimes get confused that because we can't make any profit that we can't generate any revenue, right? And nonprofits, the, the thought process is you can't make any profits, but that doesn't mean you can't generate revenue and pay yourself a salary and, and bring in money to fund and run your operation. So I would build a profit model. I would build my training platform and say, hey, here is what I train on. Here is what it costs the average person to walk in off the streets and get this training. But also because I'm a nonprofit organization, here's what a sponsorship package would look like for somebody who wants to sponsor an individual to come through this training protocol. So you can have a profit model that says, hey, for every grown man above 18 or whatever your age criteria is, I want to train them on uh, how to complete applications online. I want to train them on uh, job etiquette, how to interview, how to get a job, and uh, those sorts of things. And, and for this training, it might cost $200 per person. So now you can go to a, another nonprofit organization who's got the funds but don't necessarily have the capacity to train, and you jump in there and say, hey, for $100 per person, I can bring my team in and we can train your people on this for $200 per person. Or you can go to local sponsors and say, you know what, we got all these kids running around here looking for jobs, but they can't get them because they don't know, they don't have computer skills to be able to fill out online applications. Would you sponsor 10 kids to come through my program at $200 per kid or $200 per young adult? Right. Does that make sense? So, so build a profit model even in your nonprofit organization. And then for that $2,000, if you get somebody to sponsor the whole group uh, to, to come through, now you decide how much as an instructor do you charge to come in and teach the class. So out of the 2000 even though you can't make profit, that's revenue, and you have to be compensated for your time as an instructor. So you might charge $500 to teach the class. The organization just made $1,500 and they paid you a $500 commission for teaching that class. But you absolutely, Monica, should be monetizing uh, uh, your ability to do job readiness training. It's a needed service. Uh, yeah, you, you got to, got to, got to do that, right? Wealthy artists, Jeff Green, New Jersey, teaching artists and working class professional uh, uh, entrepreneurship strategies. Absolutely, Jeff. I love that. I love that. And, and uh, as as artists, one of the things that more artists need to understand is the direct-to-consumer market. Yes, I, I, it's cool to go out and, uh, you know, get uh, booked for commercials and get booked for shows and, and get booked for movie roles and, and, and plan extras and all of that stuff. But there's a direct to consumer market that a lot of creative people are not tapping into. Right. It's, 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 I use the model of the young brothers who are, are in the streets trying to get signed rapping or, or uh, R&B artists who are singing trying to get signed. Well, those people can build their own following, their own audience and via social media, and they can sell their products directly to that audience. I want you to think about something. A person who can build his audience and got 1,000 followers, 
person who has has got 1,000 committed and loyal followers uh, as an artist can put out a a song, uh, a little bit of music, and sell that direct to that 1,000 audience. Say you put a, a CD with 12 tracks on it, and you want $10 for that CD. Well, you sell that CD directly to that audience, and you make $10,000. You take that $10,000 to invest in your next project. Now, do you still have that store stuff uh, uh, on consignment and, and the local stores and all that stuff? Yeah, but build your own website, build your own store, build your own marketplace where you're selling your stuff direct to the consumer. Is it cool to get signed by a label? Eh, it depends. See, a lot of times what's happening in the industry of entertainment is we've been sold fame and we're giving up ownership to get a little bit of fame. Yeah, giving up the, the audience to get a little bit of fame. Yeah, uh, giving up, I'm sorry, giving up ownership to get a little bit of fame. Yes, it, it is. It's, that's tough work. But you think about all the ways that you can build an audience that you can use that doesn't cost you anything. Right. I, I, another person that I think about is. Uh, uh, man, his name just escaped me. The comedian uh, out of the South. Uh, Country Wayne. Country Wayne is another guy basically started doing his little skits on Facebook. And he would just come out and just do his stuff. Now Country Wayne is booked all over the country because he built a fan base, he built a following on social media. Now what Country Wayne should have done is also put him a comedy CD together. It's cool to be booked in the shows, but it's a different thing to be booked in the shows and have some merchandise to sell after you get off stage. Right? So, yeah, it's, it's about owning your stuff, man. Uh, and, and, and a lot of artists are, training, are trading that ownership to get a little bit of fame. Now, problem with that is there's nothing wrong with fame if you know how to leverage the fame. But most artists don't know how to leverage the fame. You should be uh, so. So I know that's one thing that you're going to be teaching. If if you've done a national campaign, then you leverage that in your own websites, in your own. Hey, this is H. Cortez as seen on CNN, right? This is H. Cortez as seen in X Y Z movie. Even if you were just an extra, but you leverage that to continue to build. And exercise your brand. Now people are gonna be sort of saying, "Man, I ain't see you in that." Now they're gonna go back and watch to see if they see you in it. But those are the things that we have to start teaching uh, through the power of ownership. And a lot of people just don't get it. Selling out all of the stuff that they are doing for a little piece of fame. So appreciate that good stuff. Who else got questions? If you don't have questions, we'll go back and recap uh, this week's shows. And before we do that, let me go ahead and get to today's quote of the day. Let me go ahead and get to today's quote of the day. And let's do that first, and then we'll start recapping. 
So today's quote of the day says, poverty lives in the land of the interested. Wealth abides in the land of the committed. Most black folk are only interested. And I'm going to read that one again. Poverty lives in the land of the interested. Wealth abides in the land of the committed. Most black folks are only interested. And that's from my man, Evan Jefferson, theblackbillionairesclub.com. If you have not already picked up that book, then go to theblackbillionairesclub.com, pick up the book. Book comes with a free class on how to Bitcoin, uh, a cryptocurrency class so that you can understand uh, the ins and outs of the cryptocurrency market. Poverty lives in the land of the interested. Wealth abides in the land of the committed. Most black folk are only interested. And here's what's, what's key about that. Again, that's from my man, Evan Jefferson, www.theblackbillionairesclub.com. Here's what's, what's interesting about that is all you need is a handful of committed. That's all you need. All you need is a handful of committed. So go over to theblackbillionairesclub.com, uh, pick up the book, and get that free cryptocurrency class. Uh, it's a study of black billionaires, uh, the 12 black billionaires that exist today, right, today. We're not studying black billionaires of the past. These black billionaires exist today, and you get an understanding of their story and what they've gone through to create success for themselves. But again, the key thing is you only need a handful of committed. See, we are believing, we, we have been come to believe that in order for us to succeed on this planet and what we want to do as a community of black people, we believe that we have to get all black people together on the same page. That's not true. We only need a few committed with resources. If we had just a thousand independently wealthy people in every single major city, we can do some real damage and really, really transform our communities. We don't need, see, you think about the people who are running this economy. It's not every white person on the same page. It's not every Jewish person on the same page. It's a handful of committed with resources and they got a plan and they're working the heck out of that plan. So the reason a black wealth movement exists is so that we can create a handful of those people who are committed with their own resources, right? I want a thousand independently wealthy black people in every major city so that we can start to manipulate things in our favor. We can start to transform. We can start putting our people to work. We can start doing the things that we talk about that need to be done. But at the same time, all of us are waiting on a grant from the government. We're waiting on a loan from the bank. We talk about what needs to be done as if we don't have the ability to produce for ourselves. All we got to do is go produce. We make the money, we take the money and reinvest it in our community. And guess what? You don't have to be a, a, a person who serves your community for free. See, that's another thing that we've been taught 
uh, uh, tricked into. It's like we want to rebuild our community, but then we want to do it for free. No. If we went and re, 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 if we went and gentrified our own communities, obviously it's going to take some resources to buy products and services that we need to rebuild some of the buildings, to rebuild, to bring businesses in. Well, guess what? That stuff ain't free. And we're not asking for people to come in and do the work for free. We're saying that we're going to develop some independent, wealthy people who've got the consciousness to rebuild our communities. And we're going to go into our communities and we're going to rebuild them. And we're going to create the jobs that we need for our people. Got bills that need to be torn down. Well, if I got some resources, I go, I got the money, I go and buy the building. It needs to be torn down. I got the resources. I hire a demolition crew. If there is no demolition crew, I hire a contractor to say, hey, what does it take for me to train some young folks to become a demolition crew? Go get licensed, go get bonded, and I hire some young folks, and they become a demolition crew. Not only did I just create jobs, I created a business enterprise so that it will continue to create jobs. So we've got everything that we need, and, and that's all it takes, right? So any more questions? Come on. If you're just jumping on, go ahead and type in the chat where you're from. Give us the name of your brand. It's Free Business Coaching Friday. So what I'm going to do is recap this week's shows, yesterday's show was the beginning of a five-part series. The beginning of a five-part series, the 12 principles for fulfilling personal vision, right? So you guys see me, I'm on here talking about my vision all the time, man, because the more you speak on it, the more you sow seeds into the universe. And believe it or not, all the universe knows how to do is say yes. I want y'all to get that. Let me run that one back. Believe it or not, all the universe knows how to do is say yes. Problem is, we're putting out a lot of negative stuff and the universe is saying yes to that. Well, guess what? If you put out a lot of positive stuff, the universe is going to say yes to that too. So I keep putting my vision out there because every time I sow seeds of that vision, more and more people walk into my life, more and more resources come available to me. So we're talking about 12 principles for fulfilling personal vision, right? What is vision is to see something coming into view as if it's already there. See something coming into view as if it's already there. Right. We talked about some obstacles that come with being a visionary. Right. The first obstacle is you have to understand the nature of vision. And the nature of vision is that all vision comes from purpose. Right. And God created everything with purpose. So ultimately, all vision comes from God. Then you got to understand the cost of vision. It ain't easy being a visionary. Being a visionary usually leads to a lot of scorn, usually leads to a little bit of heartache, usually leads to a little bit of pain, usually leads to people laughing at you, mocking you. Because after all, visionaries are a little crazy. Right. If we don't think about it like this, but visionaries are a little bit crazy. What are you talking about, Cortez? Listen, if I can see something, 
that isn't there, but I can see it and describe it as vividly as if it is there. If I can see the future 2027 as I can see this computer monitor and computer camera playing as day and I start talking about what I see in the future, people will say, dude, you crazy. Right? We call, because we, we do that for people. If, if you saw a homeless man in the street and he's talking to somebody that you can't see, you say he's crazy. Well, guess what? When I talk to the Cortez of 2027 to make sure I'm on course to be that, become that person, people will say, man, you crazy. So you got to understand the cost of vision. Right. Visionaries have to get out and lead. Why? Because I can't explain to you what I see in my head. So I have to get out and lead and bring it into manifestation myself. So you have to understand the cost. And when you're in a leadership position, you're putting a target all over your body. And then you got to understand the third obstacle is most people don't understand the principles of vision. Right. There's laws to this thing. Right. Speaking the vision continually is one of the principles of vision. Letting the vision guide you is a principle to vision. Right? You got to understand the principles. So we talked about one principle. Right? We have one principle of uh, uh, we only got through one yesterday, and that was to be directed by a clear vision. And you can't get directed by that clear vision. Vanessa, what's going on out of Baltimore? We can't get directed by that clear vision um, unless, give us the name of your brand too, Vanessa, and uh, any question that you have to grow or expand your brand. We talked about when you're having a clear vision, you have to uncover your purpose. And you can't uncover your purpose unless you get to the core of your passion. See, I thought the core of my passion was basketball. I like to teach and train and educate kids on basketball, right? So I thought my 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 sustenance was going to come through basketball in some way. But no, that wasn't the core. See, the core of me being a youth basketball coach is exaltation. I love to lift young people up. I love to encourage. I love to motivate. So my 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 passion is exaltation. I was just doing that through basketball, through youth sports, through youth mentorship programs. But my core passion is exaltation. I just love to pour into people, right? So once I figured out that that was the core passion for me, now that's what I do. That's what I get paid to do. I make my living now doing that. So now because I'm walking in my purpose, my vision becomes more and more clear every single day. Right? That was yesterday. On Wednesday, we did the... Yeah, we did seven steps to keep seven keys to keeping your resolution for 2018. Seven keys to keeping your resolution. Number one was uh, be crystal clear. You had to clearly define your target for success. What actually is it you're trying to accomplish? You have to clearly define that. Number two is you can't measure what you don't track. Once you clearly define it and you set your course to start going after it, make sure you're tracking and charting your course. 
You can't measure what you don't track. You need to know if you're on target after three months, after four months, after five months. You might have to recalibrate. You might have to re, uh, uh, course correct. You might have to, to make some adjustments along the way. But if you're not tracking along the way, then you could be so off course that it might be too late to course correct. So you have to be tracking what you're doing. Number three, use the four P's, the five P's uh, of persistence, perseverance, patience. Give yourself permission to fail and stop procrastinating. If you're going to keep your commandments, you're going to have to be persistent. There's going to be some things that get in your way. You're going to have to keep moving anyway. There's going to be some things that knock you down. You're going to have to persevere, get up off your butt and overcome those things. You're going to have to be patient with yourself. You might have to learn something new. You might have to do some things differently. You're going to have to be patient with yourself. You're going to have to give yourself permission to fail. Not that failure is the aim, but failure is a part of the success equation. Failure is a part of the success equation. So as you fail, because you will, no doubt about it, understand and buffer for that. And pick yourself up and keep yourself moving right along. Point blank theory. <laughs> right? So you got to be able to give yourself permission to fail, dust yourself off, say, hey, I knew that was going to happen, but I needed to try that so I can see if it would work, if it wouldn't, how to adjust so I can come back and try it again and again until I get it right. And then you got to stop procrastinating, man. Point blank period. Procrastination is killing us. Always putting off for tomorrow what we can do today, man. Get stuff done. Uh, 2018, I'm going to sit with my family every single night before I go to bed. And we're going to synchronize our calendars and paint the vision of what the next day is going to be and behold for us. Right? One of the things that I want to do to stop procrastinating and get more stuff done and be more productive. Uh, number Four, you got to go public with your resolution. A lot of times we don't want to tell anybody what our resolution is because we don't want anybody to hold us accountable. But what is an aspiration or a dream or a goal or a vision without someone to hold you accountable to help get you there? Number five, uh, uh, you have to put together a step-by-step -step game plan, a daily action plan. So every day you should be doing something towards getting you to that end goal. Number six, you have to make time to do those actions. So that's why we're instituting the calendar method. So as we sit down the night before we visualize, we come to a conclusion or, or we bring it uh, uh, today to resolution. Okay, what do we get accomplished today? All right, and we write that down. What, where did we miss the mark? Those things get carried over to tomorrow. Now, what do we need to get accomplished tomorrow? And we can put up, put together a game plan. And that way it keeps us all on the same page. But at the same time, it's teaching my children how to do that, how to game plan for themselves, how to visualize their next day and see. Because when you see tomorrow and you have a game plan, it helps you get up a little easier in the morning. Anybody ever experienced that? When you don't have nothing to do and you're flying by the seat of your plans, sometimes you have to drag yourself out of bed. But when your day is already planned and you know all of the stuff that you got to get done, you jump right to it. You get up and you take that cold shower. 
Huh? What, what, what you about taking a cold shower? Hey, that's what a lot of wealthy people do. They take cold showers, right? We did a show on how to activate your beast mode. Now, I'm going to be honest. I don't take cold showers. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to get around to it. Uh, but a, a, a lot of uh, 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 professionals say when you take cold showers, it activates uh, your senses in a way that nothing else can do first thing in the morning. Just saying, you might want to try it. You might want to try it. All right. Um, and then let's see. Uh, number seven, join some sort of um, accountability group, right? An accountability group. You can join an accountability group of people, a group of people. They don't necessarily have to be passionate or doing the same thing that you're doing, but they're equally as driven to get their goals accomplished and they're going to support you and understand what you're going through when sometimes your family can't, when sometimes your friends can't, when sometimes your church members can't understand why you have other priorities. So you, you have to lean on some driven folks who are as driven as you that can help you along the path. That was uh, Wednesday show. Tuesday's show we did eight financial resolutions to keep. And if you guys have questions on any of this stuff, go ahead and post your questions in the comments. Um, or if you still got questions about, about your business, this is Free Business Coaching Fridays. Uh, the only reason I recap the show is if you don't have any questions. <laughs> if you got questions, go ahead and type your questions. I want to help you guys build your brand. If you have not already, type the name of your brand and give us a short description. You never know who's going to see this stream later on and want to connect with you based on what it is that you listed as your field of expertise. So we talked about uh, eight resolutions, eight financial resolutions that you could make in 2018. Number one, resolve to stop keeping up with the Joneses. Let's stop. Let's 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 make that resolution number one. You say, how is that a financial resolution? Because a lot of times keeping up with the Joneses requires require us to spend money that we don't have. A lot of us, when we're trying to keep up with the Joneses, end up spending money that we don't have. So if you're just jumping on, go ahead and uh, comment the name of your brand, uh, where you're from. Uh, and ask any questions you have related to business, branding, or marketing, or wealth and finance, and I'll do my best to answer those questions for you. Otherwise, we're just recapping the shows that we had from earlier this week. Uh, so that was number one. Stop keeping up with the Joneses, man. The Joneses have single-handedly destroyed more legacies than any other family on the planet. <laughs> Who the hell are the Joneses? Number two, uh, invest before you see it. Right. What does that mean? That means set your uh, uh, accounts up, set your direct deposits up in a way that you have some money, some funds some something going into some places that uh, will happen on autopilot before you even see the money. Because if you touch it first, chances are you're going to find some other things to do with it. But if you just have it, just go directly into an investment account, a brokerage account, uh, a 401k or something, you'll learn how to live off whatever the net is that you actually bring home. Does that make sense? Number three, uh, get to building your emergency fund. 
right? Uh, I got to boost my emergency fund up. Um, you know, I had some things come up and, and now it's, it's, it's almost zero. So I've got to get my emergency fund back up, but that's a goal for me in 2018, right? The reason you need the emergency fund, if you're trying to build generational wealth, is because you don't want to have to go into your investments to pull money out of your investments to um, take care of a, 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 wash, a, a washer breaking down or fix your transmission in a car. You don't want to have to go into your investment money for that. So you want that emergency fund. Uh, and Lord, uh, Lord forbid that you lose a job, right? You want to make sure that uh, start with a mini emergency fund, two to $3,000. Once you get that saved, then go ahead and continue to add to it until you get a full emergency fund, which is six months or more of your complete living expense. So if it costs you $3,000 per month to live, you need $3,000 times six. So you need to have $18,000 set aside somewhere so that you can literally uh, be able to back yourself up if you uh, have a catastrophe like losing a job. Uh, number four, max out your 401k. If you're working a job and your job offers a 401k match, whatever the percentage is they match of your salary, try to get to a place where you're putting that whole amount in because if you don't, you are literally leaving money on the table. It's free money. So in 2018, if you are putting 1% of your salary in your 401k, then I want you to think about if your company matches 4%, I want, to think, I want you to think about how you can make some adjustments in your day-to-day -day life so you can free up some money and start putting an extra 1% in. So double that to 2% this year if you can't get all the way to 4%, right? But the goal is to get to a place where you're investing the full amount that they were matched so you stop throwing away free money. If you don't know how to do that, if you want to help, you can join the Black Wealth Movement for $9.95. We will teach you how to have your own business in the financial education space. Because you have a business, you can adjust page two of your W-4 form. Chances are it will bring more money back into your household. Take that extra money and start investing it to meet your match. Or you take that extra money and start getting out of debt so that you can then use that money to max out your 401k, right? Number five, get your credit right, man. Get your credit right, right? Sit down with a banker yesterday uh, 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 and, and was looking at some things that they offer for my business account to start building my business credit. He's like, yeah, we got some uh, secure credit loans uh, and we also have some secure credit cards for business accounts. So uh, do that same thing for your personal credit as well as your business credit. Uh, if, you, uh, if you have not already established business credit, then yeah, you got to do it. You got to do it. Aaron <laughs> said, "Yeah, it happens all the time." Yeah, if you don't, if you have not already started to establish business credit, let me know. I have uh, uh, my accountant, uh, Yvette Best of uh, Best Services Unlimited, is offering a class. I think it's forty to sixty dollars. I can't remember on how to establish your business credit. If you're interested in that, all you got to do is comment business credit. Uh, I think it's, I want to say it's $60, man. I, I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that, but I can put you in touch with her. Uh, and that class is coming up next weekend. I think next Friday and Saturday, she's going to be going through a workshop or maybe next Thursday and Friday. She's going through a workshop on how to set up your business account, how to get your LLC filed, 
uh, how to get your Dunn's number, how to get trade lines, how to start establishing business credit. So I got to do is comment business credit if you're interested in that class, and I'll put you in touch with Yvette. Uh, because once you have the business credit and business account set up, then you start paying your children for working your business. That's a whole nother strategy to building wealth. Man, y'all got to get with the Black Wealth Movement, man, so we can teach you how to build some wealth, man. <laughs> teach you how to build some wealth. But yeah, get your credit right on the personal side and on the business side. There's five things that make up your FICO score. It's negative payment history. It's um, uh, credit utilization. It's credit mix. It's credit age. And it is, um, what is the fifth? Let me see. Let me, let me, let me slow down. Uh, credit uh, negative payment history is 35% of the score. Uh, credit utilization is 30% of the score, so that's 65%. Uh, new credit is 10%. Uh, credit age is uh, 15%, and I think uh, credit mix is 10%. So you want to be working on all of those things, and we have a program as part of the Black Wealth Movement that can help you in all five of those areas. Uh, getting secure credit cards, for instance, or secure bank loans, secure installment loans, that's a good way to get some new credit reporting on your account, and that could boost your score alone. Uh, get, uh, get control of your taxes, man. Get control of your taxes. Um, if you have a business and you have not adjusted your W-4 form, you need to revisit that thing and look at page two specifically so that you can understand how to adjust that to reflect that you're a business owner. If you're working a job and you have a business, they will take less taxes out of your check, and that can free up some capital for you to grow and expand your business, right? Uh, number seven, read and listen more in 2018. Read, listen, and hang out. Read more books, listen to more podcasts and content about building wealth, hang out with other people who are on the same plane as you, right? And then number eight, start a business if you do not already have one, man. 90% of all wealthy people uh, who built wealth, I'm not talking about people who hit the lottery, I'm not talking about people who inherited wealth, I'm talking about 90% of people who built wealth use some sort of business enterprise to do it. Very, very, very few people build long-term generational wealth from a job only. And a lot of those people did it when pensions were good. A lot of those people did it when savings accounts were good. A lot of those people did it when they were able to buy homes at ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000. And the value of those homes increased to $200,000. So we ain't in grandma's economy anymore. <laughs> if you don't have a business, you're going to get overtaxed. When you're overtaxed, that leads to you borrowing money to finance your lifestyle. So now you're overtaxed drowning in debt, and that's where all of your money to build generational wealth is going, to Uncle Sam and to the bank. Starting a business can get you on the right side of capitalism so you can start transforming all of those various things. So that was what we did. We didn't have a show on Monday because, of course, Monday was Christmas, but those are the three shows. Anybody else just jumped on, didn't give us the name of their business, their brand, uh, don't miss this opportunity. Because I like to give you a business shout out because this show will be syndicated in a bunch of different areas. So I want to give you a business shout out. You never know who sees it. You never know who uh, is going to tune in, uh, who's going to listen to the podcast, uh, the recording. 
any of that stuff, man. So we got V Braxton from Black Mama Brands, Black Mama Vodka, and Black Mama Brands, Black Mama Tea and Cafe. Got a wonderful investment opportunity. She's in pre-pre-IPO stage. Going to be the first black-owned company to hit the New York Stock Exchange, and you having a chance to invest with her right now, right? Uh, let's see, Monica from Future Leaders LLC. Uh, and then we have uh, Body Babazel is always in the building. She says she loves the intro. Uh, and that's your, your health and fitness uh, expert there. Uh, and then we have um, Jeff Green, uh, teaching artist uh, and working class professional entrepreneurship strategies. Uh, so the wealthy artist uh, is in the building. And I know we had Aaron and Vanessa jump on. I don't know if you guys are still on, if you guys are building businesses or building brands. But go ahead and leave me a business shout out. Shout out to brand, man, because people come to the stream for business, uh, free business coaching Friday, and they look to partner with other people in business. And they're trying to create their accountability groups. They're creating their networks of entrepreneurs. Uh, so you want to make sure that you always shout yourself out, because if you ain't shouting you out, who is? Right? If you ain't shouting you out, who is? That is the question. Yeah, I don't know if we still streaming live or what. I believe we are. It says we'll be investing soon. That's that's good stuff. So I guess we are streaming live. I don't know why I can't see the screen on my monitor. Nevertheless, so that's it for today's show, this week's show, guys. Remember, next week, next week, we're going to finish up part, we're going to start part two through five of our series. We're talking about the principles and power of vision, the 12 principles for fulfilling your personal vision, man. 12 principles for fulfilling your personal vision, man. I mean, I'm super excited about that. What better way to go into 2018 uh, than to be talking about vision, man, and fulfilling your personal vision, uh, getting those vision boards out, getting that stuff done, starting to map out where you are and where you're going in 2018. So uh, real quick, I just want to give you uh, another look at our quote of the day from my brother Evan Jefferson. Again, poverty lives in the land of the interested. Wealth abides in the land of the committed. Most black folk are only interested. Again, that's from Evan Jefferson, uh, www.theblackbillionairesclub.com. That is our quote of the day. Poverty lives in the land of the interested. Wealth abides in the land of the committed. Most black folks are only interested. So go to www.theblackbillionairesclub.com and pick up uh, the Black Billionaires Club, the book. You get a free how-to Bitcoin class with that so you can understand cryptocurrencies uh, and the like. So uh, holla at my man, Evan. He has a wonderful, wonderful suite of products in uh, all other areas as well. Uh, you're absolutely welcome, Bazell. Have a great weekend. You do as well. Can't wait for next week's show. So I'm your main man, H. Cortez, the one and only financial health mentor to the black community, everybody's favorite fatherpreneur and life insurance agent. You guys know people who need life insurance. Uh, or want to get their life insurance policies reviewed, I got some plugs, man. I got some associates and some agents all around the country that can help you with that. Uh, so you got to protect your assets. That includes your income or your job, as well as your home uh, through mortgage insurance and all that kind of stuff. So all you got to do is holler at your boy, man, and we got you covered. So until I talk to you guys next week, 
I want you to get your money up because you absolutely can do it. But more importantly, you deserve it. Peace out, y'all. See the fools you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.